Hello, Divine Lionesses. This is Narissa Siu, and this is the day that we get to have an amazing conversation with Amanda Fisher. We're going to talk Tantra and manifestation. So we'll be with you in just a minute. Well, welcome, Amanda. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I am so excited to talk to you all about Tantra. I have so many questions. And you're not only a Tantra consultant, but you're also a multi-business owner and an author. And I saw a bunch of other amazing things that I wanted to dig into um, on your bio. So, yeah. So how are you and where are you joining us from today? Yeah, I'm actually from sunny Newcastle in Australia. Um, it's about 30 degrees outside. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, just rub it in. You know, over here we're having winter. Although in California, it's it's like 60 degrees is our winter. So <laughs> oh. I know it's 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 hard over here. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. <laughs> so hard. Yeah. But um, I'm so excited to chat with you. I had, um, I, I think I, I, we had, I'd seen a post about you, uh, you uh, talking about sexual education and women and liberation. And I was like, I have got to talk to this queen. I love her energy. <laughs> and I really, I'm so curious about Tantra. And I know um, our listeners are too, uh, because I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of misconceptions about what Tantra is. And it's even juicier when you're talking about uh, how you can use your orgasm to manifest. Oh my gosh, like tell us how a little bit about, 100%. yes, like 100%. deep right in. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, as, as a brief um, kind of backdrop, it was last year, I was looking for something. My last business was all is women's wellness. It was all about empowering women. Mm -hmm. um, and that came from motherhood and going through some trauma and some domestic violence. So I really wanted to give power and, and that feminine rising. There's a lot of that happening at the time. Um, and then Tantra kind of found me because I just, it was like everything I'd studied, my yoga retreats, my meditation, my Buddhist teachings, but also my sexuality, my obsession with Marilyn Monroe. It was all, it all came together. I was like, this is it. This is the ancient wisdom I've been looking for and that knowledge that we feel in our bodies. Um, even like Samantha from Sex and the City. Um, I love her. She was always my favorite character. <laughs> yes. And I, I say to people, because a lot of my clients ask me and say, you know, they, they don't feel sexy or sensual in their body anymore and they want to feel confident. And I say, it's not about what she wears or her dress. It's her yeah. whole vibe. And a lot of, um, I mean, it's Italy, a lot of Italian women have this. They can be the most curvy, gorgeous woman. Doesn't matter what they look like. It's their presence. It's their vibration. It's their, it is their the energy they carry. Definitely. Yeah. And, and totally. about, like, what age range of women are you talking about? Because I think that our sexuality as women changes from age to age, from season to season. So, totally. what? Uh, who are you? Who are you chatting with right now? Yeah, usually early to mid forties um, or later, because. Mm -hmm. We either have children, our bodies have changed. Um, it's, it's weird. It's, I think it's the transformation as well from the female stages. So mm -hmm. 
I actually wanted my tattoo was maiden, mother, and crone because they're oh, the beautiful. stages of mother uh, of womanhood. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're just they're either either a disconnect or a shutdown. Or we're so busy on careers, work, we're just focused, or our children. Mm-hmm. It's like we don't give ourselves that time anymore, or that self love, or that self care. Because mm-hmm. um, we've got the husband, or we're happy single, or yeah, it's not, it doesn't seem as important as it did when we were in our 20s, and we could just put our makeup on, go clubbing, and woo, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, oh my gosh, those days, those days. I know. Yeah, I know. And, I, and I feel like there's more career women than ever. You know, and when we're in our our career and we're using our masculine energy, it's really difficult to feel sexy and sensual and and in flow, right? So I yeah. love that you're going to teach us about tantra because I have a feeling that's a little bit about being in your energy, feminine energy. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's actually taken a lot for me to embrace that too because I was brought up seeing my my view of the world was that um, the female energy was weak um that you're vulnerable and you know we've got a i'd rather be a tomboy even as an accountant if i want a power dress i'll put my trouser suit on you know i want to be seen as powerful as a man i want to be taken seriously mm-hmm. um it's a shame because we weren't encouraged hey you can put a flowy dress on and some nice long earrings and still be taken seriously and be assertive we're, mm-hmm. we're kind of missing or as powerful that. as a woman right yeah I think yeah. there's nothing more powerful on earth than a woman in just as that earring they fall out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I love that's how you arrived at Tantra. And I know that you kind of you skipped over your story, but it sounds like you've been through it, right? And then I feel like that's how a lot of us arrive at entrepreneurship is we we go through this incredible healing journey and start seeking yeah. out different things to uh, to heal ourselves and then we become really passionate about sharing it with other people was was that your experience or tell us a little bit more about your experience definitely and I'd already been so a bit of background I've taught martial arts I've taught as personal training to try and help motivate people to look after their body that way and then a massage therapist so there's all this you know wanting to be a healer and you're giving and that's very feminine anyway to be in a nurturing giving healing um, sense and that carried through onto relationships hence mm. why I was a fixer um mm. so yes I had to really kind of unpack all of that and say okay what happened and I needed to be this is a really important part actually from such a bad relationship and trauma I mm. had to um take accountability as to why that happened and I let that happen or I let I attracted that into my life without blaming myself you know because first of all you just blame yourself how could I have let that happen I'm intelligent educated woman what's wrong with me did it and I had to shift that and you don't want to blame the other person because they are a teacher everyone's a teacher in different ways even though they're you know they are responsible for their actions too but it was accountability so in that mm-hmm. space that's when I kind of did my growth mm-hmm. um Okay, and it was almost like all the pieces of the jigsaw fit together, and you go, "Oh, now I'm ready to teach. Now I understand how. Now mm-hmm. I understand." And you got to walk the walk and talk the talk before you can really teach it. And you don't really wake up and say, "Hey, I'm going to be a tantric witch. That's a good idea. Yeah, cool." <laughs> it finds you, and it, it really is a journey. And mm-hmm. you have to break through your own self-limiting beliefs. You got to smash through all of those fears, all those insecurities, 
what will people mm-hmm. say? What, what's my dad going to think? Ah, labels, <laughs> stigma. You have mm-hmm. to walk through that and blast it up. And I had some really awesome, your intro reminded me of the lion. I had a big wolf tattoo because that was a spirit mm-hmm. guide that came in. Mm-hmm. And that was a that female wolf. Um, and it was like, I went through the process as like I became a fire goddess. It was like mm-hmm. this power just came through, like, rah, you know, like <laughs> no one's ever going to hurt me in that way ever again. Mm. And it's, it's a, yeah, it's, it's not aggression. It's just power and it's pure love, really. That yeah. sounds so beautiful, like a rebirth. And it, is that yes. an experience that you had through Tantra or how did you experience that? Like when, what, what was that moment that you were like, this is never happening to me again? I, uh, um, ironically, and it was actually through the COVID. I hate to say the C word, but um, there's so many knock on effects. I kind of went through the trauma, escaped, found stability, looking after my son. He was eight months old. I set the business up and then COVID hit and I was shut down in two weeks. And that Mm -hmm. was actually the first time in my life I was not able to work. I had no access to benefits because I wasn't in the Australian system because I was English. Mm -hmm. I had no way of making my own money and I had never had that loss of independence. And I, yeah, I I went to a very dark place. And it was a friend of mine I met through Angel Workshops years and years before in Sydney. And she said, here's a business coach. She's a really powerful diva. Her name's Ingrid Arna. She's in Brisbane. And she was like, she will help you through this work. And, you know, don't have money, pay back later, just get in touch with her. And then on the side, she set up a GoFundMe page and raised me $5,000. It just blew my mind. so that was a really empowering process <clears throat> because you're in it with a group of women who are mm-hmm. at different stages of business. And I knew I was looking for something more. And it was like, how can we, how can we evolve the business? How can we set up something online? Who am I? If you take away my title as therapist, who am I? What's this new gift? So that, and at the same time as healing that trauma. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was pretty intense <laughs> on top of it's looking so after intense. a baby and be sick and, then the business could run up and all the day-to-day stresses of stuff and living off food vouchers and having to be really humble. And I had to also ask for help, otherwise I wouldn't have got anywhere. And it it was, it was so, um, I felt humiliated and ashamed and powerless. Mm. And it was like, I had to dig deep in myself for my son, because I'm responsible mm. for him. And I had to jump up and down in front of people and say, help me. I need your help. Like, do something. I, I don't want, and people kept saying, sorry, we can't help you. Try this number. And I said, mm. I don't want to hear what you can't do anymore. I need to hear what you can do. What oh, can you do? Man, it was such a test for me. Mm. And it was, it was like, if I could go through that as well as childbirth. Man, I can rule the world. I can do anything. <laughs> yeah, you can, sister. Oh my gosh! And isn't it yeah. uh, when you give birth? Because I have I have a six year old son. He's almost seven. But I feel like when we give birth, there is something like primal that it also is awakened or born with our child. That is like I will fight, you know, to yes. to the bone and to yes. thrive. Right? It's not only surviving. Yeah. It's like 
we are going to thrive and it's going to look good and we're, and we're going to make it happen. So yeah, I love your story. That's so inspiring. Thank you for sharing. That. It really is transforming. I think what I really would love, and this comes from like witch and pagan studies, it's mm -hmm. never celebrated or had a ceremony because we literally have to grieve our past life as a single woman mm -hmm. as we enter that next phase of womanhood. And yeah, it is it's like this mama bear, you know, that comes into force. But a pregnancy client even today said, you know, before I would be afraid of a gnarly dog. I said, mm -hmm. now with my baby, with my child, I would like prize its jaws open. <laughs> I would take a hit. Like, I would know, rip that dog apart. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you're not going to hit my son. And that yeah. force, you can't describe it. And I say to all mm -hmm. my single girlfriends, it is transforming motherhood transforms you you're never the same again. like and i love i love what i love what you said about having a, a celebration or a grieving process for our single selves because i think yeah. you know we we're just starting to talk more about postpartum depression however you know if i could count the women in my life that i know are you know, they just gave birth and they're going through that grief. They're going through that grieving yeah. process of their old life. And nobody told them that that would happen, that it would be so painful to let go of their, their single self. Uh, and it, it's all, you know, shrouded by the joy of your child coming into the world, because that's a, the most beautiful thing that can happen to you in life. I, I believe mm -hmm. one of most things, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. that grief is real. And, and that's very rarely talked about that, it's going to be it's a painful process to let that go and to allow yourself to step fully into motherhood yeah so i does, can't help but think in ancient times we had more community and we had our yeah. elders that yeah. would be supported and it'd be recognized and we can talk it through and it would just be something that we know and we can prepare for but yeah mm -hmm. at, at the moment it's just based on physical physical changes physical stuff yeah pregnancy yay yeah, yeah we're not <laughs> We yeah. we need more ceremony back in our life. I think mm -hmm. is it's really important. Yeah. So, is the work that you do with uh, as a tantra consultant? Do you also uh, tackle some of these issues? Because I know you said your client is in pregnancy. So, is that yeah. um, part of the journey that you help with? And how does tantra help with that process? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'd say that I'd shift the focus from the pregnancy. That's more of a talking through and a hands-on kind of massage healing that, that we do. Um, it's more womb healing. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of people either have been through lots of IVF or sexual trauma or hysterectomy, mm -hmm. um, and there's scarring tissue in there. And we actually need to go in there and face that fear, not be afraid of it, and confront it, release it, and then the most important part, fill it up with lots of juicy love. Because mm. especially if a woman wants to conceive, I had a I actually had a lady, she was very um, she had so many miscarriages. She had a she had a child, but she wanted another one. She had so many miscarriages, her next pregnancy, she was really disconnected. And mm. she was like, No, nah, I don't want to think about it, I don't want to get attached just in case I lose it. Mm. And I remember thinking, it's not gonna happen because you're not sending any love there. So of course mm. she lost the baby. And we were actually able to talk last week. And I, I said, I didn't want to say anything at the time. But if you do try again, because she says she's ready to try, I said, please, like, send all your love there. Believe it's going to happen because that little soul and entity needs to know it's going to be in a safe place. It's safe mm -hmm. to come through. And she actually saw a psychic, which kind of backs up my work. She <laughs> saw a psychic and said, you have a daughter, 
a baby girl, she keeps trying to come through, but she keeps getting blocked. I'm getting mm. goosebumps as I say. We actually started to cry when she told me because I was like, yes, I do. I feel that too, that you're going to have a baby girl, but mm. you've got to really want her. You've got to really you welcome her in. Of love vibration. Yeah. I love so, yeah, that. So beautiful. And that's another thing that people rarely talk about too, is that, you know, we are, I know a majority of the women that I know that have uh, children, you know, they have a miscarriage the first, uh, the first oh, one or two times yeah. that they get pregnant. Um, and that's another thing that we're not really told until you go through yeah. it and that it is more common than we're led to believe and that it shouldn't be something that we feel shameful about, right? That for whatever exactly. reason that it, that it, uh, that it doesn't take. And then yeah, okay. and I, I am a, I'm a great believer in breaking the rules. Um, mm -hmm. Always broke the rules since school. I and, think there was um, a reason why we resonated. <laughs> <laughs> Break the rules. Um, they're there for a reason, right? And um, yeah, I, ha I had a miscarriage. My first baby was a miscarriage, and I, I did. I told everybody, and people were like, "Oh no, sh you know, you shouldn't." And I was like, "But, but why? Why am I being shamed?" And actually, I, I remember telling my physio, who was a, a man. And he I said, know, oh, I'm bro. so glad you've told me because we had one too. But mm. we, you know, and I'm like, it's so common. Like you say, again, our elders would be able to say, hey, this is probably going to happen. Like, mm -hmm. don't be ashamed. It's just nature. And, you know, just never know. So, yeah, it's yeah. huge. It, it's so huge. I know um, we, I also miscarried in my first pregnancy before I had my son. Mm -hmm. He was a rainbow baby. And, um, and that's when I started really noticing that other women in my life were, were doing the same thing. Like they were like, shh, I don't tell anybody, but that also happened to me. So I'm like, why are we keeping this a secret? Like if we let everybody know that it's a natural part of, of the birthing process, then there'll be a way less shame and, and more support available for it. So totally, totally. And I wish that support was there because I blamed mm -hmm. myself for a long time. I mm -hmm. it, like me mentally and psychology psychologically nothing prepares you for it and yeah it's and i actually started writing a book when i was pregnant all about all the things that people don't tell you because mm. yeah and i see so many clients and they go no one told me this would happen in my body or no one told me this and it's, <laughs> like yeah why don't we talk about that like it's just a bodily function i'd well i wish i'd have known <laughs> rather mm -hmm. than going what the Ah, is this normal? I'm freaking out. I know, right? That would save so much. I can't wait till your book comes out. We're going to have to chat again because uh, this is yes. stuff that women need to know about. You know, we need to know that our body has a, a process and that there's quirky things that happen. I mean, even as a, you know, I'm 44 and my body is changing, you know, my hormones are changing and I'm like, what is going on? You know, so <laughs> we definitely have to have these open conversations so yes. we can support each other. Yeah, and and that's what comes back to the tantra and making things real, like being real. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that kind of millennials, I think, have embraced that because mm -hmm. the, the media have portrayed we've got to just keep youthful and young and in denial and like facelifts and and it's <laughs> like, but let's talk about chin hair. What's going on, chin hair? Tell me, I'm talking about chin hair. Let's <laughs> be real. It's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just I think there is a shift in you know the global consciousness. It's, mm -hmm. it's going that way yeah and coming back to celebration i mean not and we're learning through this pandemic not everybody gets to age you know so we we should celebrate every moment that we get to be on the planet and you know being together so 
Totally. I love that. Well, this is this is so much fun. I don't want to run out of time before we talk about manifestation, though. So yes, please enlighten us about manifestation okay. and the orgasm. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I think everyone, the audience is going to know um, the basics of manifestation. And some people say, ah, doesn't work. Or I think there's been a lot of, you know, self-help industries and books where if you're top, if you do an affirmation, it'll change your life. And I was interested to read one of them, why affirmations don't work, because, mm. you know, it's like that masculine energy, you push, 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 and it's not happening. Mm -hmm. And again, with the processes of, of things that happened to me, I've been able to step back and people have asked, how did you do that? And you kind of go, I need to look at that and you step back and you go, yeah, and now I can see the method. It's been there the whole time, whether I was 19 years old or 20, 25, whether mm. it's a house, a car, a job, a lover. And I've always struggled with the lover part. And that was until recently. And that was the internal work. So, mm. um, okay. I think it's, there's a lot to do with the energy system and that's where I love Tantra because it seems to blast through a lot of BS, right? It, it saves time. So rather than going through a lot of logical steps and processes and, you know, the long way, mm -hmm. the divine feminine rising last year has really called on a lot of people to take action faster. So healing is happening faster. Businesses are being created faster. Like there's everything's being pushed forward. Um, so... What I'm really doing is I'm creating a bridge and using Tantra and it's amazing ancient wisdom. Like I'm not taking credit for that. That's ancient Buddhist wisdom right there. Using that as a tool in order to manifest what we desire, which is our higher consciousness desire mm -hmm. um, in the modern world. Right. So <laughs> um, I'm like, I got you, girl. I'm following along. Here we go. Okay, like, I could I could do a really basic example. Mm -hmm. Um, so like so, say for example, you know, um, a lover, because most people want a romantic partner. Yes. Um, I think um, there's and, so many people that are looking for romantic partners right now. Yeah, and I've I've even done the whole, you know, you write down what you want, and you're really specific, and mm -hmm. um, a, a huge part of it. Before I forget to say, is surrender. That's the mm -hmm. feminine energy. So the masculine is push. And the feminine is pull. So you're actually focusing on pulling something towards you. Um, and that involves a lot of surrendering. It's, you surrender from your ego, from your, mm -hmm. I want this and this and this. It turns into, um, I want, I used the word want, but oh, I deserve um, someone who's going to evolve with me, someone who's going to nurture mm -hmm. me, someone who's going to share life with me. And they also want to have to be kinky and fun and exciting. Like you're focusing mm -hmm. on the personality traits, yeah. um, not materialistic stuff. Mm -hmm. So you can be in a, in a state and it takes practice. It's like everything you have to dedicate time and commitment to practice, to be intimate with your body, to get to know and love your body. And there's exercises like breast massage, um, but even just self-pleasure. And I will say now with no shame, 41 years old, uh, last week I discovered a new way to please myself and I had no idea. <laughs> I love <laughs> I like, that. How, how did I miss that? <laughs> I went, you know, I had a new way. 
And um, how important is that? Because how many women are out there that don't know how to pleasure themselves? And oh. ladies, if you don't know how to pleasure yourself, you, you better oh. get to doing some research because you're it, missing it just out. Makes the like, whole, you're missing out. Yeah. I, and some people have never had an orgasm. And that's like on a very serious <gasps> level. Goodness. It's like you've either, either, either mm -hmm. never given yourself permission or there's mm -hmm. a real deep-seated indoctrinated belief that it's shameful or you shouldn't that's lots mm -hmm. of churchy stuff um so that's a big history and you know childhood I think there's so much churchy stuff that that's a barrier to <laughs> the churchy stuff, <laughs> the churchy stuff. yeah and <laughs> um, church look I, I i say it like that because i do believe in god and angels um mm -hmm. and i don't ever want to be judgmental on people who are religious Mm -hmm. It's just the church indoctrination and judgment has done so much damage. It and really has. I have to yeah, agree. Like this, this I, I call myself a recovering Catholic because I was raised in, in the Catholic church and I grew up with a lot of shame and guilt and, you know, feeling dirty around sex and just, yeah. you know, all that whole package. And I feel like yeah. with the basis of spirituality and finding that spiritual path, and connecting with our higher power uh, has very little to do with religious dogma. Yeah. And did you know, actually, um, I watched Whitney Houston's doco mm -hmm. and she was in a relationship with a, a woman for a long time, but she said, how could she come out as a black woman and then be gay when there's mm -hmm. so much strength and, and commitment from the church? She's like, she, she couldn't mm -hmm. do it. She could not do it ever. Mm -hmm. She could. And then that's, it was then her partner who said, it's either me or Bobby. Mm. And she turns Bobby. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, oh, so okay. So, so just, mm. let's just say we've done the work. We are really happy with our body. We're juicy and sexy and connected. Mm -hmm. um, and I've done this myself and I've actually taught myself. Okay. One, you could actually orgasm without touching yourself. I've done it just lying down, no hands, nothing. It's purely moving energy. Yeah, I'm like, how do you do that? I was like, okay, how do you do that? <laughs> it takes a lot of practice. A lot so, of practice, okay. Uh, actually, like, um, on a serious note, pelvic floor. So okay. strengthening pelvic floors have got a lot to do with it. And you can- The so kegels, you know, lady, must do kegels, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so rather than doing Kegels, you know, for, um, you know, uh, like a physio thing, you're mm -hmm. doing it like a wave. And I, I think you can buy that jade eggs and stuff that can help, but I can mm -hmm. do it on my own. Um, and I've done it for many years. I just didn't know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So getting that pulsing going and then, again, with your eyes closed, to visualize and draw that energy up, up through your mm -hmm. body. And again, if you've done lots of chakra work, you can bring it up through your chakras. That's the idea. And then you can start to feel your whole body tingle. And mm. I actually watched another lady. She teaches in Mexico and she can do this online. So she gets everyone in a workshop online having an mm -hmm. all body orgasm. Oh, um, wow. So I thought, oh, I'll try that. <laughs> um, so, I, so I did write it down and went, that's what I've got to teach. Okay, mm. awesome. Um, but the basic thing that's good for everybody that is, is easy, I taught myself how to pleasure standing up, right? So, again, that's it's not, you know, turn the lights out low and, you know, close your eyes and think of someone. It was mm -hmm. actually being very present, and I'm lucky enough to live around loads of bush. I've got trees and palms and amazing nature. 
Mm. And actually looking out and connect with nature. So mm. it's not a sexual act. You're mm -hmm. actually using it like a, um, you're unlocking an ancient power or force within you. And then what do you want to do with it? So then you set the intention, right? Yeah. So <laughs> standing up, bare feet, hip distance apart. If you can, looking into nature, you know, it may feel a bit strange, first of all. And I remember thinking, what am I doing? Am I doing this right? But it was it it becomes more powerful. It becomes a spiritual practice rather mm. than thinking about, you know, things mm -hmm. that turn you on. Anything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, it, and then it becomes, if you imagine that, um, yeah, like a tunnel, like light coming through the tunnel, and you do this through lots of guided meditation, it's coming mm -hmm. up, coming up, and then out through your heart space rather oh, than the crown chakra, out through your heart and literally giving love. And I would give mm -hmm. love to help heal nature, or especially during COVID, there was loads of fear. It was mm -hmm. like, I just want to, you know, whether there's, you know, animals that are, are in need and being tortured or, you know, animal cruelty, children you know all the dark stuff in life that happens that we forget about i was like i just want to give that loads of love mm -hmm. so you can really use that whatever it is so if that means okay i have really got to move house and i want a safe location for my son okay and it's weird because like i say you're using it as a tool so you're not thinking i'm and I, <laughs> I just want to say it quickly it happens when i work now so i'll get horny when i work when I'm really in this <laughs> when it's creative flow, if I'm writing, I'll start getting really horny. That's not anything to do with sex. That is mm -hmm. the, the kundalini energy that yogis know all about. Kundalini mm -hmm. energy, it's all stirring in our beautiful, you could say pussy power, I don't like that, but our mm -hmm. womb space, our power center. And then it yeah, can come up. It's very, it's all sacral chakra too, right? So it, it's like yeah. this, I think that that belief that, the sacral chakra that the sexual energy can only be used for sex but it's the energy of creation so that makes sense yes. that you're you're feeling it yes. come through when you're writing or painting or dancing or anything beautiful that yes. you're birthing into the world it's not just exactly and for that's where we create life mm. yeah that's where we create life um mm. and actually on a symbolic level um so you've got your root chakra and your base chakra they symbolize um, stability, um, yeah, finances. Um, so, yeah, so again, that's why chakra work is so important because some people will struggle with it because their chakra and their energies, they're blocked. So mm -hmm. it's like a traffic jam and you can't get through the tunnel. So then we need to do that work. There's, you know, there's lots of stages like everything. But, yeah, once you're, once you're clear and you're, you know, you're putting nutrition in your body and you're in that state of love vibration, then you can use it, you harness it. It's about harnessing that sexual energy for then the highest intention. And it's not like, I think the most crudest form would to say, you know, I'd have a wank to get a BMW. And you're like, no, <laughs> no that's no, not no. what it is. <laughs> it's not what it is. It's about it's unlocking totally and accessing an ancient energy source mm -hmm. to bring into your life what your highest in consciousness desires. You can't just... Mm do it because you want something it's mm -hmm. because it's what's beneficial for everybody and you can say that's god's source i would take it a step mm -hmm. further it's god's source and we're tapping into that and it's not mm -hmm. external it's within us so we, we can heal our bodies with it as well and we can mm -hmm. help to heal others and it comes with a great responsibility of 
who do you think about as well? Because if you're if you fancy someone and you think about them and then you're pleasing yourself, that's an invisible link, or you're sending them that sexual energy. So you have to be yeah, very careful. creating soul ties just with all. Yeah, them. and you have to be very careful who you sleep with. You know, mm. it's oh all my gosh, exchange, and it can really like affect we your do health. a whole other episode on just that. Yeah. <laughs> We could probably yeah. talk for another hour just chatting about that in particular. I love this. I'm having so much fun chatting with you. I know we're we're coming up on time. So yeah. um, how can, and thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and that beautiful, beautiful ceremony, because that's really what it sounds like to me is is a ceremony where you're you're birthing something, creating something through manifestation and using your your connection and, and divine power. So I love the way you're explained Tantra. I have such a better idea about it because I think when people say the word Tantra, we automatically just think of sex, right? But that yeah. it doesn't sound like you didn't mention anything about two people merging. You, you um, described a very beautiful process of, of birthing something creative into the world. Yeah. And, and it can take it on another level so that, um, Two couple, two people can become intimate, and it's about connection and love, and it's not, you know, a sexual act. It's almost like, like I say, we're using it as a tool in order to gain something higher, because, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's just so much more fulfilling. And I've worked with couples, and there's couples mm -hmm. workshops, and it, it is, it's, it's like, what do you want it for? You want it to change career, or run a business, or mm -hmm. personal empowerment, or to be closer to someone that you've lost connection to? It can be for anything and everything. You should come and do a workshop or one of my courses. No, I, hey, I'm interested. I'm definitely, I know whoever's listening right now is is all ears because this is just yeah. an amazing conversation. And yeah, how powerful. I need to learn more. Uh, you know, and I always think of, especially if I am, if I'm manifesting on my own or like a wild woman, I think about, you know, when there's a full moon and we just want to get naked and dance outside mm -hmm. on the beach and it's that primal force within all of us and, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's society or other things that have shut that down and said that's not good, that's, you know, that's not right. And mm -hmm. it's like, but we're all human, we're all naked underneath and if it's done <laughs> in a very healthy, ethical way, mm -hmm. it's actually a very powerful force that, yeah, we should celebrate, not squashed down and it's become toxified through media like everything else mm -hmm. you know yeah. um, and it doesn't have to be like that no yeah. it doesn't it's and life is a celebration there's so many ways to celebrate and to move this beautiful energy through our lives i know i i facilitate breath work so i'm a huge mm -hmm. a huge proponent for the breath and i know and tantra also uses some breathing too but it's just it's movement right because we're just moving yeah. that that beautiful energy and you know what's else really powerful is to do a tantric photo shoot mm. so um i did one to celebrate after my body after the birth of my son so there's a beautiful mm -hmm. shot with me holding my belly um and you know like all the things with created life and birth but the mm. process it's not about the photo afterwards it's the process and i went with you know a long dress and i was like oh, this is what i'm going to wear today and he said how how naked do you want to be and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. We went down the beach. And I was like, oh, no, 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 just, this, is, this is fine. Mm -hmm. By the end of it, I was butt naked. I didn't care. Was, we had this, like, sheer, mm -hmm. like, 
flowy thing and I was just like yeah get me jumping in the air Woo, get me <laughs> and yeah okay. I like, where did that come from it wasn't about the photos it was about mm. just releasing that inhibition and I'm like everyone should do a tantric photo shoot awesome I love that you can just be whatever you want it to be do you do that on your retreats is that something that's in um... I definitely will my mom was actually mm. a photographer oh, so I've got wow. a good eye for it but I'm not good with the technology behind it. So mm-hmm. um, I do know of a, a lady, she's offered to do one for me. Um, again, it's a really cool part of nature that I'd love to get in with the trees and, you know. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's another another tool, but, yeah, putting it out there. Wonderful. Well, thank you again for sharing your wisdom and for your openness. This was so much fun. I had a really good time chatting with you and for teaching us about manifestation today. Um, Where can people find you? What's the best way to contact you? Do you have a website? Yes. Instagram? I am just finishing the website uh, the next couple of weeks um, because I'm wrapping up this business in order to focus on this business. That makes sense. Mm. so at the moment on Instagram and Facebook under Sacred Sexuality. Oh, um, beautiful. And that, there's a mixture of things on there. So there's very, very Buddhist and then there's very, very um, sexual. And I'm working with a, a bunch of people here that have got an amazing tantric workshop space. It does give access to BDSM and kink and into that world. They've got dungeons. So in that Come on, sense, that's a that's- whole other conversation, girl. <laughs> It's an exploration. It can help to heal trauma. But yes, yeah, so, so there yeah. is that avenue where people go, oh, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But then it's very, very Buddhist. Mm-hmm. And so people are like, oh. I don't sorry. think I've heard Buddhism and BDSM in the same sentence <laughs> ever in my life. <laughs> we, and you know what? So Tantra is mm-hmm. taken from Buddhism. It's like they mm. took all the sexy stuff out and moved it. But I thought white. it was a yogic practice for some reason. I thought it They're very from... similar. There's lots of crossing okay. over. Yeah. And so yoga was formed so that people can meditate. Mm-hmm. And meditation is Buddhist. So, yeah. So they, it was developed so that we were able to sit in those long positions for a long time. And mm-hmm. meditation is key to Tantra. It is key. And that's the thing. It's like if you're just looking for a physical level, mm-hmm. you know, that that's the, that's the way you need to go because that's not quite what we do. But mm-hmm. yeah, and the spiritual, it's all Buddhist perspective, very mm. spiritual, yeah. I love that. I've learned so much today. Thank you, Amanda. <laughs> Is there um, anything that you'd like to share as a final thought? Yes, you inspired me. So when um, we were doing like a briefing of what we were gonna be doing um, mm-hmm. and you wanted top three tips, it was so hard. And then I saw like your lioness and I came up with three F's. Could I share them? Oh, yes, please do. Okay, so for manifestation, for a very logical step as well. So forget tantra energy for a moment mm-hmm. is fearlessness, focus and force. Mm, right? I love it. So used, yeah, fearlessness, focus and force. So that fearlessness in that dedication of whatever it is, whatever business you want to start up, you go for it. You don't listen to anyone who criticizes you. Don't listen to family, friends. Just do what you want to do and keep your eyes set on the prize, right? Mm-hmm. So that kind of t- t- comes into focus and force with that indomitable spirit. Like you just do not give up. Um, 
and there's lots more to it with listening to guidance and that that push and that pull, that energy, surrender. But I remember setting up my first business when I was in my early 20s and I've done it against all odds. I've done so many things against all odds. Mm. And I look back and go, how, how? I didn't know what I was doing. How did I pull that off? Mm. It was a miracle. And it was like, because I was just driven and I had that self-belief, determination. It was mm. just, and, and when you have no other choice, you do it, whether that's for your son, whether that's to eat and put food on the table, you do it. And when and people are too safe these days, I think. They're like, well, I'll just go and get a bank loan or I'll just go and lend, like, no, start from scratch, have nothing, you're going to get your butt out there and you earn money and it happens mm -hmm. because it really does. otherwise you're, gonna, you're not going to eat. So, yeah, so it, it's When I think you just said it, you said, you said it, like we don't, if you're and for the woman that's listening right now and you don't and you want to do something risky you want to start a business you want to make that career change you want to look for love like just set your heart on it just like you're saying like just be fearless and don't worry about the how the how is not your concern it's the what yes right and that's the surrender it's mm. giving that away and being like but at school we're taught a b and c equals D and I, I, but, and you're having to undo all of that thinking, all of that work, stepping mm -hmm. outside and just be like, you know, and my favorite phrase is fuck it. It's it in trouble sometimes, but it's like, fuck it. It doesn't make sense. Fuck it. I'm going to make the decision. I'm going to take that car trip. I'm going to make mm -hmm. that investment. I'm going to call that person because you've got to defy your own logic. So it Absolutely. takes, yeah, guts. But the more you do it, the easier it is. I love that. That's a great place to end it. Thank you again. This was so much fun. Yes. Right. And thank you. Thank you to the ladies that are listening to this all the way through. We so appreciate you spending some time with us this afternoon in this yes. really juicy conversation. And Amanda and I would love to hear from you. So feel free to reach out to either one of us if you have questions about anything that we talked about today. We are available and here to serve. So until next time, have a wonderful day, live in gratitude, and be light. Bye. Bye.